I'm Tony Tardio. Hello and welcome to Darren Hinch's That's Life podcast, a podcast where we talk about the big stories of the past, the big stories of today, through the prism of Hinch's six decades in the media. Darren Hinch, welcome to That's Life. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I'm en- I enjoy it. And of course, with an election going on now, we've got a lot to talk about. Well, it's been a while because I've had COVID and uh, been getting over that. And uh, uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on. I notice a few people on Twitter saying, where's the That's Life <laughs> podcast? Well, it's it's back on. Uh, well, well Darren, at the moment, the of course, COVID, COVID of being, uh, as a wordler, code would being the best five-letter word or worst five-letter word around at the moment. So, I, I must say... Um, I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be because uh, I didn't have a temperature, right. but I, I felt unwell. But it's the lingering effects of it, uh, which I'm now just getting over. I, I had it three weeks ago, oh, yeah. and it's just the, the weariness, the you, tiredness. You got it the day after feel, the uh, um, Italian festival up. in Carlton, as I remember. Yeah, that's right. But I don't think I got it there. I think I got it earlier in the week, and I think I actually got it at 3AW because if you apparently it takes five days, four, four, three or four days, yeah. And uh, there was a, a guy at work, yeah, and a guy at work had had it, and uh, I think I got it, got it well, off. I, tell you, I, I can't anyway, believe, Darren, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to I can't believe that I've um, with a, I've got a virtually no immune system, I have had the four vaccinations, but I can't believe I haven't had it. My both of my two of my staff, their children have had it. Uh, friends have had it, relatives have had it, and I've avoided it. Um, and I'm, I am being very strong on this. I said on Sunrise the other day after we heard that the uh, WA Premier's child was in hospital with it, it's not over. I mean, COVID is not over, and it's still killing a lot of people, and it's putting a lot of people... And long COVID is this lingering, terrible thing which you may have for six, seven, eight months. Yeah, uh, it's, um, you know, it's, it's just uh, something we have to live with, I, I guess. You've been lucky. I hope you continue to be so lucky. Well, I actually thought I'd given it to you, Darren. I was worried about it. So was I, I can tell you. I was a bit worried when, I, when you texted me and said, I've got COVID. I thought, oh, God, I had to contact my staff. And, and Ruth Stanfield, who had been with me at that festival, I had to call her and say, hey, we may have it. So you sit there for a few days and... Hope like hell. And, of course, the, the most f- famous case at the moment is Albo. Albo in ISO. Well, we'll talk about Albo. We're going to talk about the election. The 21st of May, it's mm-hmm. being called. So we're, what, now uh, a month away. Um, uh, let's talk about Albo first then, I guess, because, uh, you know, it looks like I still think He's in the box seat. Mm-hmm. He'll be Prime Minister after the election. But he almost stuffed it well, up. His first, week was, I'll tell you, his first week was terrible. Let me just say, anybody having COVID, uh, having COVID, I feel terribly sorry for. But I think that Albo getting it is a blessing in disguise. Now, that sounds terrible, but I'll tell you why. His own people, he had such a bad first week, his own people were saying, we need to bring in others. We need to bring in the team, the strong team. And when you start talking about a strong team, it means you've got a weak leader. And uh, the fact that Alba got COVID, they could bring in the team, like Jason Clare, when, um, you know, Penny Wong um, and people like Tanya Plibersek, they could bring them in without making him look like he'd been overruled. He just 
They said, we've got to do this. And I think that Jason Clare, uh, the day that he came and took over, did a brilliant job uh, in his press conference. He was he was clever. He was succinct. He was funny. And he did a great job. And since then, of course, you've had um, um, you know, Katie Gallagher and also Penny Wong also doing hard work. And Penny, especially over the Solomons, has been very strong and very outspoken. So I think Albo being an ISO hasn't actually hurt their their election campaign. Well, you can't be any smaller target than uh, being hidden away (laughs) in isolation for uh, seven days. And I think that's what, uh, I mean, not knowing the unemployment figure, Mm. Darren, not knowing the interest rate figure, when you're the leader of a political party and it's the first day of the election campaign, it's almost unforgivable. Well, it, it is, is unforgivable. unforgivable. And also, it's not just a brain fade. I mean, Josh Frydenberg has shouted 4% at him across the chamber during question time for weeks and weeks. Surely 4% will be, will be burned in your mind. And when Albo said, oh, I think it's 54 uh, it was 5.7 when, uh, when the Liberals took over. So I think that... He must have known it. And, and then he, the, the, the saddest thing is he looked weak. He looked, he looked uh, discombobulated. And that's not a good look in an election campaign. It, it was early, and I think he can get over it. And uh, as you say, the, the, and the polls show that Labor should win it. I'm still not so sure. Um, we've still got a month to go. And, uh, and ScoMo and Shetty believes in miracles. He could still pull this out because you've got to look at the seats, I mean, Labor needs to win like, like um, what? how many seats? A couple of seats. But they're looking at, at they need to win seven, I think, to get everywhere. But but they've got their own seats under pressure. They've got uh, their own seats that, that may go the other way. And every time you lose one, you have to score another one. Now, I don't know the answers because the, what they call the Teal team, the uh, the independents, the uh, the Homes of Court uh, independents, um, they, they, they could change this dramatically uh, because most of – they won't win, but most of their – you'd think most of their preferences will go to Labor, one would think. At the moment, there's 151 seats in the, in the lower house of the federal yep. parliament. The government has 75. Labor has 68. So you're right. Labor needs seven or eight. They, that's what they need to pick up to govern in their own right. You, you mentioned uh, the Simon Holmes Accord uh, people, uh, and there's also, uh, you know, um, uh, Clive Palmer and his people. There's, there's a lot of different uh, things in the mix. Now, you'd think the people that vote for Clive Palmer, their preferences would go more go to liberal, government yeah, of than would and, go and, 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 and Hanson, of course, Pauline right. Hanson, her, you'd think her preferences would go liberal. Um, most of the, uh, the 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 teal team, as they now call them, their preferences will go green and Labor. One would think, because um, remember, they're only standing in Liberal seats. They're not standing in Labor seats. Um, but and but they they are making people like uh, Frydenberg and uh, Wilson, making them in Victoria, making them look very vulnerable, and it it, it could could cause some upsets. Uh, let's talk about Josh Frydenberg. Um, uh, he's very vulnerable. Mm. Um, I actually think he's a good performer. I, I like Josh Frydenberg. I, I, I think he's a, 
a good politician. I think he communicates well. He seems to have a, a, a reassuring gentleness about him. Uh, he doesn't play head kicker politics. Well, um, I, I, that's no, what I like got, about I in, when, Do you agree yeah, with that? When I was that? in the Senate, I got on very well with with, um, with Josh, and uh, he's, he's only an acquaintance. I don't know him very well. I do remember that, um, ironically, when when Morrison was calling a Labor person the Manchurian candidate. Well, growing up, when I was in Canberra, one of the nicknames for Josh Frydenberg was the Manchurian candidate because his mother had told him when he was four, I'm told, that he would be prime minister one day. And maybe he will. I agree with you. He's a, he's a good performer. Um, I think he would be, it would be a loss to the parliament if he does get beaten. I don't think he will get beaten, actually. I think despite all the, the brouhaha and the media attention, it's going to be very hard for independents and small parties, including me, uh, it'll be very hard for us to get elected. Um, I don't. Palmer spent seventy million dollars plus last time and didn't get one person up. He's now got Craig Kelly as leader of his party, and uh, I don't think Craig Kelly will get up either. Um, the, the the ads that Palmer's party have been running have been disgusting. Uh, to to run a full page ad in the newspaper with Craig Kelly's photo and the next Prime Minister as the headline, well, even if he got elected, he can't be Prime Minister. He's one person from a small party. <laughs> a major party picks their Prime Minister. And so to even run that, I think the AEC should be able to shut those sorts of ads down, or at least a newspaper should say, this is bullshit, we're not running it. It's just it's just rubbish. The other guy, Tim Wilson, mm -hmm. uh, his seat, is it Goldstein yeah, he's yeah. in? Um, uh, 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 and uh, Zoe Daniel is uh, his yeah, opponent she's, she's, there, and she's a, a former yeah, tough, ABC tough, tough lady uh, and, a, and a, a, a clever person. Yeah, but I, 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 it's going to be hard. Uh, do you think she has? I, a I chance? don't think she'll get up. I, I've, I've said on Sunrise that I think that of the fifteen or so of these uh, independents, or as John Howard would say, so-called independents, um, I, they, they won't get up. If, if two get up, I'll be I'll be surprised. Um, I don't think Palmer will get one up. I don't think Kelly's going to get re-elected. I think One Nation is going may do well in Queensland. They've got to they've got to get Paul, Pauline Hanson's up for re-election actually uh, as well, and she'll get there I think. Um, but otherwise, it's going to be very hard. I, I was very lucky. We had the uh, the AEC uh, lottery uh, a few days ago in in Melbourne and around the country. And uh, you, it's a complicated system. You draw balls out of a, 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 they blindfold a member of their staff, and balls are dragged out of a little thing. You're allowed to, we or given permission to turn the handle to roll the balls around. And what you do, I'll try to make this it. Well, can I ask yeah. you about? Can can I ask you about that? There, like, how does it work? You, you actually go to the office. The candidates go. We go to the convention centre and we sit down, and the the AEC, the Australian Electoral Commission officer, gives a big speech. He reads out all the names. I was there, and the, they do this in all the electorates. Um, I was there for the Senate, so because that's why I'm standing for the Senate. Um, they read out all Senate nominees and their address and uh, where they live. Um, and there are 72 people standing for the Senate in Victoria this time. And what they do is, in the order in which you were registered, they draw a ball out of the, the barrel, okay? And the number you get, is that becomes your designated number for the day. They then 
uh, put all the balls back in, and they're all inspected again. They put them back in the in, in the barrel, and they turn the handle again, and then the blindfolded person pulls out numbers, and the number they pull out, if they call out seven, and you've got seven, you become number one on the ballot. Okay. If they call out 15, you become number two on the ballot, then number three, number four, number five. But by the time it gets to the ballot on the paper, the position, they've changed the numbers into letters, okay? So I, the Justice Party, Darren Hitch's Justice Party, we drew number eight. And when eight was called out, um, that, that became an H, and I thought, well, it's been, it's been a lot before the fold, which is important when I've been a big set of paper. So I thought that's good. Uh, we didn't get number one. We didn't get the donkey vote. But um, we got number eight, which is H. And I immediately thought, and I've since used it in campaigning, H is for Hinch. So if somebody says to me, <laughs> if somebody says, where are you on the ballot paper, which people ask because there's so many, so many names, I say, just remember, H is for Hinch. If you vote. Go look for number look H. for H on the ballot sheet, and that's me. And vote one, and so it, we we didn't do too badly. Hmm. So in Victoria, the ballot paper for the Senate, there's seventy two yes. candidates. <clears throat> it's complicated because you can either vote above the yeah. line, or you vote below yeah. the line. And if you vote below the line, you've got to put a number Everyone. in each yep, of yep, the yep. boxes. So you've got to put seventy two numbers. Um, and uh, no, 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 the, no, the I preference think, is I'm, I'm, to I'm be, be naive here. on the I left think, no, hand you side. Number, seven, number, number one. seventy-two. You have to number twelve because there's 12, 12 candidates. If you go below the line, okay. you have to number right. twelve up to twelve. Okay, above the line, you just put Hinch one, and then right. we haven't decided our preferences yet. Um, we, we, we and but I give people the choice. Say, hey, you choose your own preferences. You know, put me one and put go for somebody else. That's your call. Um, and you should be allowed to do that. And you are allowed to do that. We're, we're talking about you and the Justice Party. Now, last time you were elected, how many votes did you get? Uh, it was a it was a double dissolution. So I, 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 I got more than 200,000 votes um, in 2000, uh, 2016. In 2019, it was a half Senate election and you need um, 400,000 votes. Again, this time it's a half, and I'll need 400,000 votes. It's going to be a tough tough mountain to climb. But what annoyed me, and we've talked about this before, so I'll keep it brief. When I was elected in 2016, I was elected as Senator number six in Victoria, which should have given me six years in the Senate. Right? The Liberal Party and the Labor Party got together and did a deal. And unfortunately, when it's a double dissolution, Whoever gets the first six point positions is not decided by the Constitution, it's decided by the Senate. So Labor and Libs got together and ganged up and reduced my term from six years to three years and gave mine six-year term to a guy called Scott Ryan, who is a, a Liberal. And in, in return, the Liberals agreed with Labor and, and screwed... Um, a Greens candidate in New South Wales and gave uh, her six years, reduced her time term to three and gave her six years to a Labor senator. 
uh, Ferranti Wells, who's now uh, left in uh, in great uh, no, sorry, they gave it to it wasn't to her. They gave it to um, O'Neill. They gave it to O'Neill, um, and 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 I looked at it legally, and there's nothing we could do legally because a they decide. And I remember a, a funny little. And this is how politics works. I remember on that day, uh, I was the person called up to to. They did a vote on it, and of course, Labor and Liberals got together, and and we got done and got beaten. But the Greens voted with me, saying that you know the minority groups should should be treated with respect, uh, which sounded good, except that just before the vote, I heard the then leader of the um, Greens, Richard Di Natale, talking to Matthias Cormann, who is the leader of the government in, in the Senate, and he said to Matthias, are you okay, you got the numbers, you're right? And Matthias nodded, and so then Di Natale could you know, obviously vote for me even though we knew we were going to lose, but it made him look like he was voting for a small party. But that's politics, as they say. Uh, Darren, um, just to be clear, you got over 200,000 to yeah. be elected. This time, though, you need 400,000. That, that's exactly 000. right, yes. Around the state. And what chance do you get? Well, well, I wouldn't be standing if I didn't think I could win, um, but it's going to be tough. Um, we stand by the same policies we have before. Uh, one we've added to it is sack weak judges, because I believe that um, there should be, and this is a major, mainly a state issue, but I believe there should be a, a formula somewhere in state governments, in state constitutions, where a panel of experts, maybe a panel of their peers, can decide that a a male judge or female judge who is incompetent or has been issuing bizarre judgments can be removed from office. So I think that's good. I also believe in the jail, not bail, one of the other justice issues, because think this, think this through, Tony. A few years ago, if something like a, a multiple murder happened or the Burke Street massacre happened, you would think, oh, I wonder if that person was on bail. Now... If something like that happened, you'd say, "I bet that person was on bail." That's that's to me is 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 it a, is it a scandal and a judicial disgrace? You've been out and about, Darren. Um, you've been meeting yeah. people. Uh, you you came to the Italian Festa. What's been the reaction to you when you get out? At, at, oh, mate, if, if, is it the same as last time <laughs> if, or not if, as much? Yeah, if 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 I believe that reaction and I believe Facebook. I'm a shoo-in. I'll, I'll win in a walk, you know, but that's not the way that happens, you know. Um, I know I, I, I made a political mistake when uh, in, in, in having the past, and you learn from them. Um, I lost some of my uh, conservative support uh, during the last election, and it hurt me. Uh, the one of the most clever but stupid things, if you can do that, clever but stupid things I ever said was I made a joke on television referred to the Karen and Darren show, right? It was Karen Phelps and Darren Hinch. And they made a lot of conservative voters think, oh, Hinch has turned into a greenie, which is a mile from the truth, but it was a silly thing to say. And I can understand why people would say, oh, he's a greenie. I mean, I'm, I'm so far from being green, I'm probably purple. Well, there we are. Although I do, I do, I do believe that, that climate change <laughs> is, a, is, is a major issue which must be attacked by both major parties, whoever gets in. One of the issues <clears throat> that's uh, 
been a high profile in this election campaign has been transgender, you know. And I noticed the candidate in Warringah, the Liberal candidate, Catherine Deves, um, copped a lot of flack for things that she said in the past, not while she was a candidate, but what she wrote on social media before she became a candidate. <clears throat> but she raises some big issues. Um, and, and and not that it affects a lot of people, because I think there's a, a bit over 1,200 people who identify as trans in Australia. So we're not talking in a population of 25 million, a lot of people. What rights do they have in your well, view? Should they be uh, allowed to compete with this, this is, this is okay, no, no, and, and What's this your whole is, view this will not be a, with Some people should not be a popular view, and I think... Everybody's created equal and you can be whoever you want and whatever you want and your sexuality is your own business. But I, I personally, and it's not party policy, but I personally do not believe that transgender women should be allowed to compete in female events. Um, I watched, is it Tia Thomas, the, uh, the, the American man turned woman? Uh, I saw a video of him, her, he, and keep this in mind, he was like number 346, something like that, in the men's... Uh, division and became number one on the women's. Now, I watched a video of him diving into a swimming pool with six other women, and he was about a foot higher than them, and he hit the water about two feet past them. Uh, look, I'm happy to have transgender events, but I don't think, I mean, transgender men um, who turn into women, that uh, they are born with, with, with stronger muscles, bigger muscles, possibly bigger bones. I mean, I mean now, I also argued when the, I've forgotten his name, that South African um, athlete, runner who became a killer, murdered his model girlfriend, um, he he was allowed to... Oscar Pistorius. Pistorius. He was allowed to run uh, with, with able-bodied men. He had metal legs. Now, he he couldn't get a calf strain because he didn't have a calf. And I think that is wrong. I mean, it, it, we had a... You had a... Um, a New Zealand female weightlifter who had been fairly mediocre in the men's division and then went to the Olympics. Uh, and I, I, I'm, it's a personal view, but I think that um, that it is unfair to women to have transgender women compete with them in things like swimming. And I did ask a question on Twitter about to um, Zali Stegel saying, could you have won your Olympic gold medal? Against a transgender opponent, and I got bagged for it, saying I'm, 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 I'm I've got suffer from transphobia and whatever. I just don't think it's fair. No, I'm not transphobic at all. Anyway, I mean, so, uh, Darren, the, the, do you think the prime minister has done the right thing by keeping Catherine Deves as the liberal candidate for Warringah? Because there's been a lot of pressure to dump her. Now, okay, I um. I do not share her views at all, and I probably, if I'd been the Prime Minister, I probably would have dumped her. But the, the theory is, and this is politics uh, 101, it, the argument is that, that ScoMo knows that she will lose Warringah, but the views she's expressing will reverberate in the western suburbs in some other tight electorates, which will go in the Liberals' favour. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, if... if Judging, look, politicians must realise what you've said in the past will come back to haunt you. And some of her comments have been absolutely disgusting. I mean, she's saying that transgender people are more likely to be sex offenders and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I don't support her one bit. But I do support the original argument she started with, and that is that 
transgender women should not compete in sport with female, other females, period. Mm. Um, uh, the other issue has been uh, China. I noticed Peter Dutton, who you got on fairly well with, is ramming home this point that Labor is going to be weak on China. Well, I think um, what's come out, and I saw it again on, recently on Sunrise, Dutton being very strong about it, um, the deputy leader of the Labor Party, um, Miles, he actually gave a copy of his speech to the Chinese embassy before he gave the speech. Now, I would never do that in a thousand years. I mean, that, that's, that's giving somebody else have control. Luck, I mean, in fairness to him, I suppose, they didn't change a word of his speech, but he was saying we should embrace China, that we should do this, we should do that. Um, it's, it, I think it's helped the, 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 the Liberal Party, the Nationals. I mean, you've had uh, Barnaby Joyce referring to, to what's happening in the Solomon Islands as a little Cuba. Uh, on our doorstep. Um, I think it's terrible that China's got in there and they will try and build as they can, as much as they can, what, 2,000 kilometres from our shores. But uh, uh, it's backfired a bit on the government because Penny Wong has said this is the biggest government stuff-up in foreign affairs in the Pacific since World War II. Uh, I don't quite see it that way. I don't think knowing knowing what China can do uh, and has done in places like Sri Lanka, I can't see how the government could have stopped this deal going through, whatever whatever happened, despite all our foreign aid, despite we've sent police to the Solomon Islands. I mean, I led a delegation to the Solomon Islands a few years ago when I was in the Senate. Um, but I don't see, when they decided to make this deal, I couldn't see it being changed. And uh, and it, 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 is, it is ominous, and it's the way the Chinese work. Well, there are islands all through the Pacific, and they're reasonably close to Australia. That's our zone. That's our backyard. Uh, uh, I don't think it's just going to stop at the Solomons. I think China's going to go through, and and if those islands will play the West against China and see mm. where they can get the best deal. That, that, that is true. And uh, how ominous well, is that? We, well, it is ominous. I don't know how much money if money was exchanged that China paid to the Solomons. I mean, whatever our foreign aid is, it couldn't certainly match what what China would put in if they want to. I mean, this is a, a Chinese a Chinese plan, long term plan to um, to uh, conquer and uh, without warfare conquer the Pacific, and they will do it for, take years. I could tell you an example about which the only I don't know much about China. I've been to Shanghai and I've been to Peking, but I'll give you an example of, of the Chinese thinking, which is off, sometimes. Is, is, is strange to us. I was working in New York uh, at the time when when China started a new financial paper there in opposition to the Wall Street Journal. And I was at a function uh, when they were announcing this new financial national financial paper. And I said to one of the Chinese experts, I said, what do you think your circulation will be? And he said, well, we're aiming for a million copies a day. I said, it took 50 years for the Wall Street Journal to get to a million copies a day. He said, so what's 50 years? And, and that rocked my Western... They play the long game. Yeah, it, it rocked my Western sense of, 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 of thinking. And he just, he was said it so, so laconically, you know, so what's 50 years? 
And that's what I'm saying China could and would and will do in the Pacific. If they, if they think it'll take 50 years to make, um, to have a, have a naval base in Fiji or, 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 or the Solomons or Tuvalu, they will wait that long. And that's the scary part. I guess the thing, Darren, is uh, how how much will people in, say, the western suburbs of Sydney or the western suburbs of Melbourne care about that China issue? Could uh, not give a could not give a shit. More? Could not give a <clears throat> shit. Yes. The issues that are facing people in this election is cost of living and how good is your your, your health protection. To me, they are the two. Main, I mean, the Justice Party is all about justice issues and crooked judges, etc. But the two main issues and the main thing when you're deciding between the Labor or Liberals or the Nats is cost of living and the quality of your health care, and increasingly, thank goodness, aged care. I mean, one of our policies is ratios of nurses and carers in aged care and improving the quality of food. I've said to you before, it's a disgrace. That according to the Royal Commission, the average spend per person in aged care on food every day is $6.07. When I was in jail, I got $10 a day and all the free milk I wanted. And that's wrong. Uh, Darren, you and I, we follow politics. So I would say you're like me. I like watching the debates. I like watching the two leaders, how they relate to each other how they relate to the audience and how they think on their feet. Do you think the debates are important? I think debates are very important, and not only between the leaders, but mainly between the leaders. Um, I think, having watched the, the, other, the, the first debate, um, I thought it was a draw, to be honest. But if it was a draw, then Albo won, because people were expecting Albo to stuff up or be exposed and he wasn't. He did very well. And so, therefore, by my calling it a draw, it means that Albo had won it. And it was a very close thing, and Albo did win in the, the vote, although a lot of people st remained undecided. But if if Andrew Bolt says that Albo won the debate, then I reckon Albo won the debate. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you, Darren, uh, I've interviewed Anthony Albanese. I think he's a nice guy. Uh, he seems like a a genuine nice guy. Uh, I notice Mark Latham is scathing of him. John Howard said Anthony Albanese is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, is he up to it? Um, to be honest, he, he, I'm sure he is. Uh, he has had made mistakes. He, I'm told he's been surrounding himself with a, a team of, uh, of, of younger people that some of his own colleagues don't agree with and don't think he should be listening to. But uh, I've met him only socially a couple of times and, and uh, I've always found him to be quite, uh, to be intelligent and to be clever and he's very entertaining. But the, the government has to use whatever they can to attack him. And by saying he's never held a treasury job, he's never been deputy treasurer, never been treasurer. I mean, he, he was deputy prime minister for a while there, but then of course, Barnaby Joyce is Deputy Prime Minister on the other side, so you you can't use that argument very strongly. You know. uh, I think Barnaby you know, has been a shocker for them, but never mind. Um, I, look, I still don't know and won't say that that, that Labor will win the election. I, it's, we've got a month to go and uh, a lot of stuff could still happen. I think you were right. I don't think uh, what's happening in the Solomon Islands will, will affect 
many votes at all. I do not. The thing to watch is the independents because most of their votes will go green and then go Labor. So, and they're only targeting liberal seats. So that makes some liberal seats very vulnerable. And that's what we have to watch over the next few weeks. And they've got, many of them have money. They're getting a lot of money. I wish I had a, a tenth of their money for, for the election, you know. Well, Darren, we've got another month to I mean, go. It costs you... People don't, people, sorry, 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 people, people don't realise what it costs for a federal election campaign. What's the independence? Because most of them, they've been funded by Simon, Simon Holmes, of course. They will, they will um, preference Greens and Labor. So that, that's a worry for Liberals. They're only standing in Liberal seats, so their, 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 their preferences are pretty obvious. Um, and people don't understand what running a, a party, even a small party, costs you. Now, we're standing two people in the Senate in Victoria and uh, eight people in lower house seats. That is 10 candidates. That's already cost us, we had to pay it already, $20,000 in in, um, um, in fees, just just in, um, in, in joint, you know, just putting your hand up. That's 20,000 bucks, you know. That's, that's the way it works. Darren, uh, we've got another month to go. It'll be uh, obviously uh, another couple of weeks of interesting stuff that happens on television and uh, all over Australia as these politicians get out and about. There'll be gaffes uh, galore, I guess, as well. Uh, we'll talk again in a week's time. We will. But before you go, one very important thing, which has nothing to do with the election, is that you and I are doing this by Zoom, you at your place and me at my place, and I'm sitting here in my pyjamas um, doing this because normally we don't, we don't don't put the camera on. I just want to tell you, these pyjamas are made out of bamboo. They are smoother than silk. <laughs> I, I was given them as a Christmas present and I now have bamboo pyjamas. I have bamboo sheets. And I tell you, if you, I don't even remember the brand, I won't give it a publicity, but um, if you can buy yourself some bamboo sheets or some bamboo pyjamas, Sleeping becomes bliss. So there you go. Oh, well, <laughs> well I, I'm very particular about the sheets that I have on my bed because there's some yeah. sheets I just can't tolerate. So if they're um, smooth and uh, comfortable, I'll go for that. They're bamboo right. sheets. I like bamboo it. Bamboo sheets, yeah, not bamboo. St and and they're, not, they're so soft. The silk gets too slippery. And, and they, I think that the, this bamboo is as soft and... Uh, and not expensive, and uh, I'm, I'm a convert, I'll tell you. There you go. Well, there's a headline for a newspaper somewhere. <laughs> Darren Hinch wears bamboo pyjamas. <laughs> Good to talk, Sunshine. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.